We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Trent Green comes by. Uh, I thought it was Trent Blue. <laughs> and Brian's eating his chips and just rubs it all over Trent's hands. <laughs> I did not. Yes, you did. did what did he do, Trent? It's like, you know, like the cold weather game when the guy comes up that's got like the Vaseline all over and everything, and they come up to the quarterback, hey, how you doing? And you're like, son of a, you got this stuff all over me. Well, yeah, that's, he just, he just, I've, I've, if anybody needs any barbecue flavoring, it's on, it's on my sleeve. <laughs> Brian from lunch is speechless. He just eats another chip. You lie. <laughs> all right. Well, Trent, you, you've been doing this for a long time now. Are you, have you? I mean, I think back I'm in your. Like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not like Phil and Boomer old. I'm, you know, I've been doing. Yeah, this is getting there, man. No, you're getting there. I mean, geez, it's been a long time since you played Trent. For crying out loud, no. Are you uh, at this point in your broadcasting career? Do you feel like you've you've seen everything when you head into the season, or the NFL is just so unpredictable these days? You have no idea what to expect when the season starts. You know, I, I would have to agree with the second thing. I'd think it's more unpredictable. Uh, I think when you. You know, we were, I was just talking over there uh, with Steve Berline, and we were saying, you know, who, how would you expect a year ago Minnesota, all of a sudden Teddy Bridgewater goes out to practice and gets hurt at a practice, like devastating injury at a practice. Next thing you know, things get flipped upside down in Philly. Now Carson Wentz, Norv Turner was the offensive coordinator. They were winning, oh, and then he stepped down. They change offense. I mean, just you never know. So uh, – there's still a lot of things going on, and, and obviously week one, every week it's, it's continually changing, whether it be with players, coaches, personnel, injuries, um, guys signing, not signing. Are they coming in? Are they reporting? Is Le'Veon going to show up Friday? Is he not going to show up? He's going to wait till Saturday or Monday. You know, it's, there's a lot going on. As far as changes, you've been around the game a long time, played the game. How have you had to adjust your thoughts about it? Because there's been so many changes from a rule aspect. You look at what's going on with Vontez Burfick. We were taught linebackers. Anybody crossing your face, you try to clock them, knock them off their, off their route. But now that's outlawed. So how is that that adjustment? Has it you know, made changes in the way you broadcast the game? Or is it just something you just have to roll with and say, okay, while it was a different game when I was playing and when I first started this broadcasting business, things always change. Yeah, it's, it's continually evolving. I think as an announcer, you have to stay on top of the rules changes. You have to stay on top of the personnel changes. Uh, I think as a player, you have to make those, you know, you have to adapt. You know, the safeties, the, the defenseless receiver coming across the middle of the field. You know, back when I was playing, you tried taking their head off. You tried flipping them. I mean, you were trying to, you know, disrupt the play, disrupt the, their, their flow, disrupt them, you know, making them start looking for ghosts when they're coming over the middle. That was part of the deal, right? Especially now you're talking specifically Vontez Perfect. If you're under five yards, you're always taught to come up and knock him off the route because under five yards you can do that. Now they're saying there's a way that you can do it. You can't – they showed us examples yesterday in meetings. These are the examples of, of – acceptable ways to do it and these are ways you can't do it um can you illustrate one of the <laughs> acceptable ways to do it because i well, as, can't go to the head the main thing is you can't go to the head and the neck you can't go you know attack the head and neck area um if you get in front of them um and it's more of a body if you but you know he took the shoulder right to sherman's chin and that's that's mainly what they're trying to 
trying to protect is that defenseless player that doesn't see it coming. So you want to get in front of him, reroute him, make him go over the top of you, da da da. That's that's acceptable. Defensive guys don't want him going over the top. No, right, right. Exactly. That's so it's you. Right. It's more of a. Uh, uh, it's more of a head and neck thing than it is anything. So I, I, I just think that's going to have to be another thing that guys adjust to. Um, just like they've, you know, you know, the angle that they hit a receiver over the middle or the guy going down the sideline. I mean, those were always send a message type plays. Now it's now it's not part of it. And, and the same thing with the interior line, with the chop blocking, with the with the double teams, with the high low. Um, I mean, there's rule changes that have occurred over the last you know 10, 15 years that have good for the game and good for the safety of the game and good for the health of the players. Uh, it's just a matter of making those adjustments. Gio and Jones with Trent Green across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Who's your favorite quarterback to watch right now in the league? You know, I've, I've been a big Aaron Rodgers fan for a number of years, um, so I'm, I'm going to stick with him. Uh, can never go wrong watching Brady. It's, you know, especially being an old guy. And I, I played till I was 38, and now he's 40. I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Drew Brees, same thing. It's like he's getting up there, and it's like, Man, these guys are still doing it. So, great deal of respect for those guys. Uh, but I'd say if you're making me pick one, Aaron Rodgers. Who's your least favorite to watch play? <laughs> I can give uh, you a couple. Uh, uh, let's see who's on this crew. So, Steve Berline, Ritz Gannon. <laughs> right, right. All right. I'll ask you this question. How did Brock Osweiler get so bad from where he was in Denver and the guy that made all that money to what happened to him last year. Same thing with Blake Bortles, if you see some comparisons. A lot of success early on and then just can't find themselves. You know, it, it's interesting, and I've, and I've made this comment throughout my playing career and, and even now as a broadcaster. It's interesting how certain people react to adversity and how they can build up and get themselves ready, whether it be in the business world, sports world, whatever it is, and they react a certain way to negative. Or, they all, or they're a guy that always has to have a chip on their shoulder. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, they still – you talk about some of the stuff they went through. Aaron Rodgers still has a chip on his shoulder about not getting recruited out of high school. I mean, he still talks about that, passionately talks about it. And Brady about his, you know, his background at Michigan and those kinds of things. Now, just like certain guys react a certain way – to the negative aspect of things, certain guys react negatively or in an adverse way to positive things happening. So it's like, you know, what guys, how guys respond. And I've used this more when I was talking, referencing my point as a player. How do guys react to winning games? You know, do you all of a sudden go off the handles and, hey, I'm going to party, I'm going to be the talk of the town, and, hey, I'm going to go crazy? Then obviously that's going to catch up to you. Um, you know, you still got to maintain that same work ethic and that same drive. And sometimes it can be the mental part. It could just be you're putting, you know, all of a sudden, whether you're Blake Bortles or Brock Osweiler or any number of quarterbacks over the years, you either get the big contract or you get the attention. And how are you going to handle that? You know, is, is it going to affect you? It's not going to affect you, maybe your preparation. Some guys, it will affect their preparation. Some guys, it'll be, you feel like you've got to make every throw perfect because. I've got to justify them giving me the contract. I've got to justify them putting me in a position that they've put me in, and that affects them mentally. So I, th- I think there's guys handle different situations, and that's just the that's the fun of the sport, the psychology of it. You know, I mean, you can talk about defensive players the same way, whether it be a corner that you know gets a big payday or receiver or whatever it is. It's um, that's the psychology of the sport. It's fun. We always talk about when you when you enter in the league, becoming a pro's pro. That's something you have to learn. I never learned it. Uh, <laughs> It's the same in the broadcasting booth. When did you feel like you had arrived as a broadcaster, or do you feel like you have? I, I still don't feel like I have. I, I'm continually working at it, continually studying other broadcasters, continually trying to, to find better ways to uh, you know, improve my presentation. 
I, I think, you know, for me, when I got out of playing, so this is my ninth year now. Um, this will be my ninth season since I've played. And, you know, my first year I went studio with NFL Network. First two years uh, I did some games for Fox. I did uh, radio with uh, Westwood One, did the Thursday night package for Westwood One. And then now I'm at CBS. This is my fourth year with CBS. So I had to find my way. I had to figure out which thing I liked. And, you know, doing studio is completely different than doing a game. And doing a game in the preseason is completely different than doing a game in the regular season. And doing a game in the, you know, the 6, 7, 8 crew compared to the 3, 4, you know, it's, it's, you get more cameras, more attention, more pressure. Um, you have to make adjust, continually make an adjustment. So uh, I love it. It's, um, it's football. It all comes down to football. Do you, do you find yourself, because he just asked you about quarterbacks you don't like. Now, the ones you like, those are the great ones. They see everything. Right. Now, the yeah. ones who are young, still trying to figure this out, do you find yourself as an old pro calling it out or about to call it out and have to, like, wait, it's not my turn to talk. That's the play-by-play guy's job. I'm not supposed to be saying that. But as an old player, I mean, I sit there and I watch games, but I watch it from a different perspective. Right. I'm watching the mic. He's got number three. Why didn't you carry that seam? <laughs> right. you know, why didn't you flatten out here and there? Is it the same for you? You know, it is. And, uh, uh Sometimes I have I have jumped over, so I've been. This will be my fourth year with Greg Gumble, and and he's the best. But there have been times where I've gotten excited, and all of a sudden I'll be like, "Oh, did you?" See? And I'll be like, "Oh, wait, go ahead, Greg, <laughs> go ahead and finish it." So, um, yeah, you do you do get that. Whether it's whether it's a frustrating thing that you see guys miss, and it's like, how how can you miss that, you know? And then, or it's other things where it's a big play, and you're just amazed by you know some play that a guy makes, and you just it's hard to even put into words because it's like. I know I couldn't make that play. That's a, that's an unbelievable play that that guy just made. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a fun thing to do, and uh, yeah, you you, you kind of have to to catch yourself uh, in terms of you know what you want to present on air and what you want to put out over the airwaves because it, it's going to have a lasting impact one way or another. You want to pour some iced tea on Trent before he goes? Yeah. Or? Uh, <laughs> Need a napkin. <laughs> Trent, thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.